hello. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. It has been a while. <laughs> it's been a long while. And I think on the last one I said, oh, I'm going to get back into a routine. I'm going to figure this out. Yeah. Okay. So not so much. <laughs> um, I guess I'm going to say um, my father and my husband are probably correct. I am too busy. But I love what I do. So if you're just catching this for the first time, I am Lisa. I am your host here at Keeping It Real with Lisa. And I am so glad you found my podcast. And what is my podcast? I don't know. Um, My friend Patrick, he does We Live on a Planet. And his is a, um, I don't know, something with a variety flair or something. I can't even summarize. Mine is keeping it real. Mine is whatever that moment is when I hit the red record button. That's what it is. It might be a devotional. It might be talking about cooking. It might be talking about life. It might be, I don't know. (laughs) So I guess it's just keeping it real. That's just really what it is. Um, I don't know. So, in 2010-11, I really focused on my writing. And then, 2011-12, God opened doors for me to speak. And I, um, for years later, I even traveled from New York to Texas to speak. I've spoken at many churches, libraries, women events, book clubs, um, and enjoy it all and uh, and then you know slowly like still writing putting out like little books I have I don't know a few books out they're like small ones you know ones on grief it's like a book to encourage loved ones that have lost someone unexpectedly um, address books goal-setting book. When the waves subside, there is hope is written for parents um, that have lost a child. And then Where's Heidi is my testimonial after uh, written 10 years or more after my sister's kidnapping. And, you know, and I was enjoying it and I kind of hit like this eh, in life and you know, it wasn't a midlife crisis. It wasn't, I just, I don't know. I didn't feel like that's what God wanted me doing in the moment. And spent a lot of time praying and thinking and reflecting. And, and I, you know, and some of it still stems back to, uh, I have a friend and, you know, she said, who are you? when you're not Heidi's sister. And I said, I'm always Heidi's sister. That's who I am. And she goes, but when you're not, you know, you are Lisa. You are Lisa. Yes, Heidi's your sister. But, you know, why do you stay so busy that you don't figure out who you are when you're not Heidi's sister, when you're not the grieving sister, when you're not the sister encouraging others? are you, right? 
And for a while, that kind of annoyed me, and it kind of ticked me off that she asked and made me, like, I will always be Heidi's sister. I will always be the person advocating and fighting for Heidi. I will always be the person advocating and inspiring and encouraging others that have lost someone. And then over time, years, okay, not even like months, you know, like years, I slowly kind of transitioned into this, um, like, what is my purpose, right? And I'm thinking, man, and now just doing this recording, I'm going, man, I should read The Purpose Driven Life again. That was a good book. And maybe I'll reread that. I think I might. But, all right, I digress. Like, squirrel, um, back. So, I'm like, you know what? There's got to be another way that I could share, encourage, inspire, uplift, and talk with people in a more missional approach. And if you're not familiar with, like, that phrase... Um, you know, a lot of Christians at different churches will have missions, missionaries that go to different countries or places, you know, to share the gospel, to share Jesus. And the same friend that had asked me, you know, who are you when you're not Heidi's sister, her husband was our pastor and he had said in one of his sermons, and I'm, he probably said it more than once, but he had talked about how it's kind of like a mindset before mindset was a buzzword, um, that we need to be missional. You know, not everybody's called to be a missionary to go to a different country or a different setting or a different whatever. Um, and not everyone is called to be Um, you know, I'm here, you know, this is Jesus, you need Jesus, you know, I never want to be somebody standing on a street corner yelling at somebody, you need Jesus, you're going to hell, I never want to be that person, um, you know, everybody has their own way, they want to share that God loves them, and that there's hope in Jesus, and there's healing, and relationship, and all of that goodness, right, um, But I want to do it. I want people to see Jesus in me. I don't want to thump them in the head with a Bible for them to see Jesus in me. Um, And so that's kind of where I started thinking. And I'm like, well, how can I do that? You know, when I share my testimony, when I share, like, to a grief group or a women's church group about hope and healing... Yeah, it's a it's a powerful scripture-based message because that's who my audience is. And as I started to do more library talks, I learned that I can still share that hope and inspiration and encouragement with others without like lacing my presentation with Bible verses. And I'm like, you know what? This is great, but that's such a small portion of the world, right? And it's only going to reach those people that have lost someone, that are grieving, that are looking to fill that hole or that gap. And I'm like, 
I don't know. So then I was at a party. I don't even know what it was. Tupperware 31. I have no clue. Like, I don't even remember. It might even have been a clever container party. I actually, I think it was a clever container party. And my friend Lindsay was the consultant. And I felt nudged by the Holy Spirit to sign up as a consultant. And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to pray about it. I'm not jumping into it. And Clever Container was like organizational type stuff that was also going to be competing with 31 Bags and other direct sales businesses that already existed. And I'm like, well, it's a foundational. Um, But at one point, like, I'm thinking, oh, that's it. That's what I could do. But then in the pit of my stomach, I'm like, this isn't it. You know what I mean? This is not, this isn't it. So I didn't do it. Now you fast forward a few more years. I still kind of have that. I'm not speaking. I'm not sharing. I'm not doing any of that stuff. I really miss interacting with people. I'm a people person. And during COVID, I attended a virtual Epicure party. And you're going, all right, why are you sharing this? I'm getting there, I promise. Um, I need to get there in like eight and a half minutes because that's when I'll arrive at my destination. Um, So I attended this Epicure party. What is Epicure? Epicure is seasonings and spices and cookware um, that will save you time. Like you can make a meal and five ingredients, six ingredients in the seasoning packet in less than a half an hour. Loved that. And then they said, oh, everything is gluten-free, low in sodium, low in sugar, or no sodium. I'm like, oh, you know, I'd been to the doctors and, you know, got the warning that if I didn't get my cholesterol under control, they were putting me on medication. And I don't like medicine, okay? Um, I said, what can I do naturally? Um, to, you know, bring down the cholesterol and all that other goodness because I don't want to take all of those drugs because they have so many side effects, all the prescriptions for cholesterol and blood pressure and all that. And so, you know, the doctor said, you know, you can exercise, watch what you eat, eat less sodium, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, look at this. Epicure's seasonings and spices line right up with what changes I need to make in my life. And so that was July of 2020. And I attended this party. And then they said everything is gluten-free. And I have a daughter that has gluten sensitivity. She's not celiac, but she has gluten sensitivities. Which, over the last couple of years, I have learned that a lot of her gluten sensitivities and dietary restrictions are definitely from her mother. Um, Which is kind of cool, sad, you know, no mom guilt, but... It is what it is, but these are things I've learned. So I'm like, okay, my numbers, I am on no blood pressure meds, no cholesterol meds. Personally, adding the exercise, you know, like not daily exercise, but increasing increasing my movement every day and incorporating exercise on a regular basis along with the seasonings and eating healthier and not eating out, not eating fast food, making my own fast food, right? Healthy food faster at home. 
I didn't have to take any of those medications that the doctor had said I would need after six months. That was like a game changer for me. So when I joined Epicure as a consultant, I didn't join with any grand notion of being this lifelong consultant that would be sharing food and doing cooking demos and all of that. I really did it because it was good for me and they had they have an awesome fast path program that I could earn my kit back, I could earn some free product and some cash bonuses. I'm game for that. Like, all right, let's do it. Um, you know, so I put my kit on my credit card, got my kit money back, paid off the credit card with the money I got back and my bonus and you know what I mean? Like it was a total win-win. Now, by the end of that three months though, God started to use my choice to become a consultant with Epicure to help me see that it was bigger. It was more than healthy food. It was more than my cholesterol numbers going down and my blood pressure going down. I had kind of morph, a little metamorphosis in myself without realizing it. Went from Heidi's sister talking about, you know, sharing her kidnapping and my testimony of hating God and then loving God and finding God and all of that to being excited and being in front of people in the the way of Facebook lives and such, um, sharing food, sharing recipes, baking and cooking, and just talking food and fun and smiling and enjoying life. And somewhere over the next few months, um, I started to feel like I was more than Heidi's sister. And it hadn't intended. And then I thought back to my friend that said, who are you when you're not Heidi's sister? I'm like, I'm Lisa. I'm always Heidi's sister. I am still Heidi's sister. I am still her greatest advocate and defender. And we'll never forget her and we'll never let anybody else forget her. And I will be advocating and fighting for all of our missing and exploited children and adults until they're all home and no one's going missing anymore. That is a passion. That is not something that's going to change for me. Um, and I say that in to share that here's the deal. Um, there is a way for me to be, not be, not be, um, to model how Jesus has changed my life, who I am because of him, without ever saying, I'm a Christian, I believe in Jesus, and Jesus is, God is hope, healing, salvation, all of that good stuff. Um, I don't have to say it with words, I get to show it through my actions, through how I interact with others. And now I am my VIP Facebook group, Keeping It Real, Cooking with Lisa, has grown to 
I just went over 500 people last week, which is exciting to me. And I know there's people out there that have one, two, and three, and 10,000 people, right? You know, maybe that'll be me one day. I don't know. But I have found who I am. I have found that I am Lisa. I was doing Epicure for six months before I was at a party and someone said, I apologize for asking this, but are you Heidi's sister? And I said, yes, I am. And I said, we're so sorry. I wasn't sure if I should ask. And I said, I will always be Heidi's sister. And yeah, some days are easier and more challenging than others to answer questions. But today's a good day. Thank you for, you know, that connection. Um, And then I've met others and I did a party and she said, well, I wanted to give this Epicure thing a try and I know you're a Christian. I've never put it out there. Um, I'm sure I've said I'm a Christian in a live cooking demo, but I'm not posting Bible verses. I am not um, evangelizing in my cooking group. We cook in my group. We talk about food and the fun with food and share recipes and have a great time. And I get to know people. And I love it. Um, Only God knew that I would line up with Epicure and it would be what it is. And my upline, uh, my global director, is a Christian and she puts it out there. And... Only God could have orchestrated that I would land on a team that has an upline of fellow believers that are not evangelizing. They are sharing and witnessing through their life. And that is a blessing. So long story short, not even sure how we got to where we are um, other than The Holy Spirit said, pick up your phone and record a podcast. You haven't done one in a while. You're overdue. And I said, all right, Lord, give me the words to say. I'm not even really sure what I'm talking about today. So this is what we got, folks. And I don't know about you, but I'm pretty excited with the message that God gave us. And there are no notes. There was nothing planned. I mean, I didn't plan on doing the podcast. So wherever you are, maybe somebody's asked you a tough question today. Maybe somebody asked you a tough question five years ago and you'd forgotten about it, but now you've listened to this podcast and you're like, ugh, and you still haven't dealt with it or reflected on it or recognized where you've come to and where you've grown and or the lack thereof. I want to encourage you today that wherever you are, um, take time to slow down and pause and reflect. Reflect on those tough questions. Reflect on the things that somebody might ask you that kind of make you mad, that tick you off. And ask yourself, all right, why did that make me so angry? Like, why does that annoy me? You know, whereas I just got annoyed and it not a riff in the relationship, but it was, I'm like, ugh, you know, I had to work through that. So I'm just here to encourage you that you just don't know that seed 
of reflection and growth and opportunity was planted so many years before Epicure crossed my path. And I am grateful. And and sometimes we don't see that that's going to be a blessing or an opportunity, right? We just feel in the, the hurt. So wherever you are, I want to encourage you today that you are an amazing individual with hopes, dreams, and goals. And when it's God's leading and his journey for you, you're going to get there. So thank you for listening to my podcast, Keeping It Real. And if you do want to check out my Facebook group, it's Keeping It Real, Cooking with Lisa. It's a private group. Just ask to join and I will let you in. And if you're saying, all right, I really am kind of interested about these seasonings, it's Lisa Buskey, B-U-S-K-E dot Epicure dot com. Thank you for listening and uh, share this with anybody that you think needs this message today.